We have all had painful events in our lives that can lead to depression, anxiety, addiction, or broken relationships. But here's a secret. It is not about what happened to us that causes suffering. It's the stories we believe about ourselves. Join us as we shine light on how to rewrite our stories, avoid the shadows of shame, and travel along the pathway to joy, love, and connection. It's the Finding Peace Podcast with your host, Amazon best-selling author, Troy L. Love. Hello, and welcome to the season final of the Finding Peace Podcast. During this episode, I have the opportunity to walk Daniel through the Finding Peace worksheet. I met Daniel when he came to the Finding Peace retreat in 2022 in Texas. And this man is a man of light. He's a man of strength. He's a man of integrity. And he's a man of love. I am so humbled and grateful that he was willing to be a guest here on the Finding Peace podcast. And hopefully his light will shine through to you as you join me in listening to this episode of the Finding Peace podcast. Give me an update. How are you doing, man? Wow. Um, I, would, I would say doing, doing well. Yeah, uh, it's been it's been just great experiences uh, every day, trying to learn and grow, and I kind of keep trying to remind myself that you know every now and again I have to remind myself for sure uh, that it's a process uh-huh. and that I got to keep growing. Yeah, yeah. Tell me two amazing things that have happened to you lately. Wow, great! Two amazing things. Well, just uh, celebrated my 24 year anniversary with my lovely wife, so <laughs> it was pretty awesome. So yeah, we just had a great, lovely weekend together. A um, lot of a uh, lot of fun, a lot of uh, connection, but also a lot of tears and a lot of work. You know, together to really assess, um, you know, how how our relationship is working, and so that's that's good. So that's one one wonderful thing, and then. I would say something, let's see, another wonderful thing that's happened recently. Gosh. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of tough. Just that's all right. to come to mind. But, that's okay. Yeah. It's uh, not a test. Right, right, so, right. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Gosh. Well, thank you for doing this with me today. Absolutely. I'm glad we were able to find a time to do it, for sure. This is fantastic. Yeah. So how this works is you pick something that you would like a little bit more peace or joy about in your life, and then we walk through the worksheet that you were introduced to at the retreat. Yeah, yeah. And we just walk through it. So. Do you have an idea of something that you would like to be able to work on during this time? Yeah. Yeah, I'd wondered about that. Um, you know, as I tried to think about it, um, I, let's see if I can move me too. There we go. I can see it. Um, gosh. <laughs> I, I mean, I think, yes, I, I think, um, I feel a lot of disconnect uh, from my family of origin and particularly my dad. And so um, just having felt 
a lot of that distance continues to, I can tell, affect me a lot. So um, just feeling like since since he and my mom were divorced uh, a few years ago, that it's just been very surface level and shallow and very infrequent. Mm. Um, so feel a little a little lost okay. uh, in, in that relationship. So I think just some of those, those, those wounds around not feeling very um, important or wanted. Yeah. If you and I were sitting down together and watching this event on a video, what are some of the things that I would see or hear as I'm watching the video? It, it'd be a really short video. <laughs> One, uh, really boring. Um, and that's kind of how I would describe most of our, our very infrequent phone calls that are typically just on, you know, the most significant days. So you know, I'll, I'll get a birthday call maybe. Um, and then I'll try to call him maybe on his birthday <laughs> and, um, yeah, not a whole lot else in terms of, you know, checking in or things like that, or just calling to say hi or try to maintain that connection. So. Um, when's the last time you saw him uh probably what's that february um march maybe it was march of this year he came he and, and his new wife came to a track meet for my son uh, because it worked out to be on a date when he was coming into the um, our our town right uh, our area where we live mm -hmm. and my son was running at a area track meet and so he got to come and actually see that and so he just came and, and witnessed that and spent a little time with us up in the stands and yeah so it was good all right so if i were going to put all of that in one to two sentences it would be do you want me oh to yeah do okay sorry no you want me to <laughs> okay oh gosh oh uh, yeah i was okay. i was gonna do it um, okay good Ever since my parents got divorced, I've had minimal contact with my dad. All right. That's perfect. So, yeah. And the contact that I have feels very, very surface level. Very shallow. Shallow. Got it. So as you think about that, what wound does that hit for you? Hmm. Good, good question. I, I really think, um, hmm, I didn't realize it until I stare at it right now. Um, I, I know I've considered it abandonment because I feel abandoned, but um, also there's a neglect in there mm. that I feel. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love your emotion. Your emotion is welcome here. <laughs> Sorry. Don't apologize. Okay. Your emotion's welcome here. All right. How long have you had a neglect wound? Hmm. I think uh, quite, you know, quite a bit of time since um, when I was younger, I was, I was the youngest of three kids. And um, I feel like because my parents' relationship wasn't wasn't great because of then some infidelity um, early on when I was really young, I was like two or three that I didn't know about or anything. But um, since since that point, 
uh, or, or more recently, my dad has admitted to feeling more comfortable at work than he did at home. Mm. And so he poured himself into his business that he ran. He was a sole proprietor all my life. And he just spent a lot of time at work. Mm. And when he was home, sometimes he'd bring work home and, um, and I, yeah, I didn't realize that I, I didn't feel a lot of connection to him. Like, mm. yeah, my older siblings, my older sister, my older brother, um, they seemed to capture more of his attention too, I guess, just cause they were, you know, further along and older and he could relate to them better probably than he could to me. And, um, and then also they, my brother had some special needs. Um, and so garnered a lot of attention as well. Um, just, he has Tret syndrome and that's, um, caused some, some challenges, I think. So. And how long have you had an abandonment wound? I don't, I don't, that's a good question. I'm, I'm not sure on that one. <laughs> that's probably, I feel, it, it feels more recent, like it is from this time frame of just feeling like um, this disconnection or, um, you know, I, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't, I don't know. I can't think back far enough to, to think of when it maybe has started. So it sounds like that one, maybe after your mom and dad got divorced. Yeah, I think so. More more than anything, I mean, that's when it became very apparent. Um, I think before that, I think it just always felt like um, I was concerned with kind of, yeah, over-functioning to... to try to garner attention, if you will, at home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So as you think about, especially the neglect wound and now the abandonment wound, what did you end up believing about yourself as a result? Hmm. I kind of just, I think I, I more than anything felt like I wasn't enough, you know, that I wasn't, um, Ah, gosh, just wasn't as, as, as certainly as rewarding or as captivating as, as work was apparently, or as, as, um, hmm. um, as important to, uh, my dad anymore, uh, that maybe, you know, I think my relationship with him was, was really through my mom. And that she made all the effort there. And so it was a foreign idea to him to, to think that that's a relationship he needed to do something about, you know? And so that makes me feel like he just, you know, he doesn't want to, um, makes me feel pretty, uh, un mm. unwanted. Has that bled over into other relationships, that core belief? <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's a, it's been an overriding theme of mine, <laughs> I think in life. 
okay, just to feel very insecure all of the time in my relationships with others, with friends, um, and then especially in, in my romantic relationships. And so with my wife um, from the get-go, you know, that's been a wound or that's been a belief inside me. I didn't realize, you know, was, was being activated. And so only with current, more recent, you know, knowledge that I've had to work towards and thanks to individuals like yourself gain uh, and these insights to be able to actually see it for what it is and see those dynamics that are at play. Do I, am I able to recognize it? But for so long, I was just holding it in inside and was scared that anybody could ever know that I actually felt that way, right? If my wife actually knew how scared and insecure I was and how much I was just trying to get her approval all the time and needed her validation, you know, like constantly and, and not seeing that that was so extracting from her it just made her feel so exhausted to feel like she had to prop mm. me up all the time or help me feel secure. And, um, so yeah, it plays out in ways where I, I, I have a hard time um, <laughs> feeling like it's valid to, for me to have needs. Mm. <laughs> I, uh, I feel like I, you know, I don't want to be a burden to anybody else. <laughs> I'm not really worthy of, you know, or that it's it would be selfish of me. And so, and, and if I were selfish to have needs or want to, you know, spend time on myself or, oh gosh, you know, do things for myself, that that would be inconsiderate. And if I'm inconsiderate, then I'm not worthy of love and belonging from others or they'll see me as not worth their time. Um, that's really heavy. <laughs> yeah. when that wound gets hit and that core belief gets activated what core emotions do you feel um, you know typically it starts out as as, um, <laughs> as fear you know um, I feel a sense of threat and so like I'll go into my hyper vigilant mode of <laughs> or hyper aware mode of like you know mapping you know my wife's emotional state and or my kids or my boss or my friends and just you know worry what are they thinking about me and uh, so that that worry or that fear is there and sometimes then it you know, um, I, I, that's a good question. I think I feel the fear, but I think it's it's manifested itself. I've allowed it to manifest itself differently. Mm. I mask my fear a lot with anger, feeling upset, or especially you know, as you've you've taught <laughs> me and coined the phrase burpees. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I get into the the blaming and. Uh, yeah, I think that it's that it's somebody else's fault that I'm feeling this way. Mm. Well, blame is really our attempt to get rid of the pain and discomfort. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it makes sense that that's what you're trying to do because there's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Dude, I'm so <laughs> proud of you, man. <laughs> it's so good. All right. So 
usually by this time, as we've been feeling neglected, our core belief that we're not enough is is really raging. We're super, super afraid, sometimes mad. Then the shadows of shame will march out to try and take care of all this pain. Yeah. So who usually shows up for you? Oh, Mr. Judge, he shows up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. He shows up quick. I'm, I'm really quick to blame myself for all of it. Mm. You know, that like, that it's me, it's my fault. Like, um, <laughs> you know, I'm, um, I'm not enough. I'm not doing, you know, the right things like I should to win people over or to, you know, who would want to be around me, right? With, with the kind of person I am, <laughs> who would, um, and like, yeah. And, and, and reevaluating constantly, you know, what, what I've been saying or doing or, and so the judge is, is ever present with these uh, beliefs about myself and what I do and, and how I can, how it's me, you know, that needs to just, if I were only <laughs> able to be better at something or if I were able to be, um, you know, gosh, it's more, more fun or more spontaneous than, than, than they would want to spend time with me or just really self-deprecating thoughts. So the judge definitely has some, some choice messages uh, to me. Is there anyone else that shows up for you? Oh yeah. And then, and then, and then the martyr, <laughs> cause he's, <laughs> they, they kind of, they, they merge and mix. Yeah. The martyr feels like, you know, um, which has been which has been hard because then my the martyr shows up telling me all the stuff that I need to do to please everybody else, and um, and that I need to suppress these any inkling of of a need on my part. That's invalid, you know. Like no, if you have that, that's you're going to drive everyone else away if you were to share that or say that um, that you want, you know, to feel more secure. Um, so I think, uh, yeah, the martyr does a pretty good job of that. Um, you know, uh, or maybe, maybe even that's the politician saying, don't let anybody else. No, that's totally martyr. Right <laughs> okay. There. It's martyr, that's right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the martyr. They, they, they hand off so well, you know, they, <laughs> mm -hmm. if um, you were going to take a selfie, if you're going to take a picture of your judge and send it to me, mm what would I get when I opened up my phone? What would I see? Yeah, I mean, oof, oof. I had a hard time with that one, even in the workbook, to be honest. Um, maybe it's, I, I don't know if it's that I don't want to admit it to myself, but uh, <laughs> what I started drawing and I have, have started drawing um, and just can't quite get myself to complete it. Uh, but it is, it is a, it is a judge. It's literally like, there's a big, mm -hmm. you know, big judge's desk, someone that's mm -hmm. over me, you know, that I'm trying to prove myself to. And so he's, yeah, he's huge. He's really big. And it's, 
it's it's both. Um, it's hard to admit, but it's it's been anyone whom it can it can change, right? It could be anyone whom I've wanted approval from. So my dad, mm-hmm. my dad's up there, <laughs> you know, behind mm-hmm. that desk, um, in, indifferent <laughs> to me. Even though I don't want to characterize him as such, you know. And then same with my right. wife. I felt that from that that my my wife's voice can show up a lot in those messages. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of the image that comes up for me is is a giant judge, similar <laughs> uh, to one of that the, the the Disney movie where there's a judge in there. The mm-hmm. wild ride, Mr. Toad's wild ride, the big old judge big just judge. pointing. And then in the jury, we have your dad, yeah. we have your wife, <laughs> we have other people over there that's yeah, there you go, ready mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. make a final judgment about you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that makes that makes good sense. I do. I see them more as the, the jury and the judge is almost... Almost just a, a yeah. big, ugly version of me. <laughs> All right. If you were going to take a picture of the martyr and send it to me, what would I see when I got it? Huh. Um, I think my martyr is really, really small. When I feel those feelings, it makes me, mm-hmm. you know, want to be small. Um, to shrink down. And so I think my martyr is like, it's almost, um, <laughs> well, gosh, is it? I guess my martyr is, um, hmm. it's almost like a younger version of myself. Mm-hmm. How young? Seventh grade, let's see, that puts me at uh, roughly 14, maybe <laughs> 13, 14. Yeah. yeah. How old is your son that was running track? <laughs> yeah, he's 17. Do you have a younger child than him? I do. I've got, yeah, I have a 15 year old. Around that so. age, then. He's my youngest, yeah. 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 So just notice how much power <laughs> that younger shadow has over you. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, those are some, uh, rough years for me. Yeah. So it would make sense that you learned then to try and please everybody. It was the only way you knew how to get your needs met. So that martyr kind of got stuck as that defense mechanism for you and has been continuing to try to convince you to take care of everybody ever since. Yeah. Yeah. I I definitely felt, yeah, I... um, a need to be needless mm. in my household growing up to not be a problem 
or else. Yeah, and my, <laughs> and my marriage, my family, just, yeah. Well, if you are a problem, what Don't would be that a problem. mean? <laughs> I would, I would lose the ones that I care about mm. most. The ones that I love would leave me <laughs> mm. or have a reason to. So, yeah. although you didn't have an abandonment wound, the fear of being abandoned was pretty profound. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Incredibly. Yeah. What does your judge sound like and what does he say? Oof. Uh, the judge is just a really critical voice, uh, really um, disappointed, um, you know, de demeaning. It's. it's 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 a, with a with a an element of anger in it, upset with how you know pathetic I am, um, or how weak I am. <laughs> so it says things like, "You're pathetic. You're weak. Yeah. You're not enough. You're not yep. trying hard enough. You're not measuring up. Right. Yeah." Exactly. If you would, if you would just, yeah, try harder. Um, you know, you, uh, you, you're not amounting to what you're supposed to be. Your, um, your disappointment. You are disappointment. So, if you if you're gonna yeah. point to where he is in the room right now with you, where would he be? Wow. Um, that's a, I don't know. Um, he's, he's in my head. Um, so can you take him out of your head and put him in the room somewhere? Because we don't want him in your head anymore. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Um, I'd put him... I'd put him in front of me, just off to my left. Okay. Just there. Yeah. Standing. He's standing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. now just breathe. As you're looking at him, he's standing there. Just notice what your body does. What do you notice? Um, I, um, I look away. <laughs> I look down. I divert my eyes. Okay. Yeah, he's scary. Just like, I'm, yeah, I'm scared. I'm ashamed. I'm, um, I, I, I move a lot. I, I uh, kind of twitch. I'm moving my knees and, and hands right now just, uh, just to, yeah, mm -hmm. deal with the discomfort. So I want you to look him right in the eye and I want you to say, hey, I see you. Hey, I see you. Just notice what he does. He just... He 
kind of uh, slouched and turned. It's kind of slinks away. <laughs> That's beautiful. Breathe into that. All it took was for you to see him, for him to yeah. back away a little bit. Okay, we'll deal with him a little bit more in just a sec. Where in the room is the martyr? Um, gosh, the martyr is... <laughs> is busy. Um, he's really busy moving around the room. Pacing, thinking, yeah. Just doing a lot. Uh, yeah, figuring out, yeah. All this stuff he's, stuff he's got to go do. <laughs> What's it's it exhausting. like to watch him being so busy? <laughs> yeah, it is. What do exhausting. you? <laughs> okay, so I want you to say hey and have him look at you and hey. then say I see you too, martyr. I see you too. Notice what he does. He's standing still. He just took a deep breath. He's stopped. Mm. Mm. Okay, notice how you're feeling. Uh, a little more, a little more calm, a little more empowered. I think it's a yeah. good. So I want you to ask the martyr first a question: What wound, or pain, or suffering are you trying to prevent me from experiencing by telling me that I'm responsible for everybody else? Um. I think he's trying to prevent me from 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 experiencing the the, the pain of abandonment um, that I that I fear so much. Yeah. Yeah. The feeling, yeah, mm -hmm. not not worth other people's time yeah so I want you to tell him thank you for trying to take care of that fear and that worry for you martyr thank you uh, for uh, for trying to protect me from fear of abandonment I, I know you felt like you were helping protect me I don't, I don't need you anymore and judge yeah. what does he do what does he do takes a vacation you were going to say something to the judge and I interrupted 
this, yeah, judge. Um, you, uh, I appreciate you trying to, um, convince me that there's reasons for what I'm feeling and to protect me from, um, my fear of rejection from others by convincing me to reject myself first. But it's hurting me now. So I don't need your your help anymore. What does he do? Man, he shuts up. It's really quiet. Yeah. That's nice. Good. All right. So in this space of quietness, I want you to just breathe. I'm going to ask your body and your heart and your spirit a question. What is actually true about Daniel? Oh, a pretty great guy. I'm, uh, I can, I'm, I'm, I'm really good to be around and to have as a part of life. Um, I'm okay just, just being me. So like to say that. Man, it's uh, relieving. Mm. <sighs> it's uh yeah. It slows helps me feel like things just slowed down a lot for me. So I know in your faith, there's another judge. <laughs> and if that judge were sitting in the room with you, and I were to say, hey, or I wouldn't say hey, but you know, <laughs> if I were to say, can you tell me who Daniel is? Can you tell me what's true? about him can you tell me what is false about what the judge has been telling him this whole time and the martyr what would he say uh, I'd say I'm Unloved. I'm. I'm doing a good job. <laughs> and uh, he'll always be there for me when I need him. 
not to feel so alone. You're not alone. I wonder if he would say something like, it's not your responsibility to take care of everybody. That's my job. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. 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 Why do I try so much? Because well, your martyr was so afraid <laughs> that if you didn't, people would leave you. Yeah. Yeah. And your judge who's sitting before you who has wounds in his hands and in his feet knows exactly what it feels like to have people abandon him. And he was perfect. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. He sure does. So he gets it. So what's your truth? I'm okay just being me. I am enough. Mm. I am worthy of love and belonging. Yeah, you are. Now, what if your father is not in a place where maybe he feels enough to be able to show up the way you really need him to? Yeah. Does that define you? No. When you connect with this truth that you have and you notice that he pulls away, what, what do you feel? Um... Wow, I think I, I feel like I'm, I'm okay. And I feel compassion really mm. for him. <laughs> I feel like I don't need to huh, wait for him to, to, to want or to strive or to know how to connect with me. <laughs> I, um, I can act for myself. Mm. And, um, and pursue what, what I want. If I, if I choose to, yeah. Yeah. So just breathe into that. Notice where you feel that light in your body. Where do you notice it? Uh, and gosh, I just feel like uh, I've got light in, inside me, in my in my heart, and it just feels like it's beaming out of, of me. Instead of feeling so cold and empty and scared, I feel like I can open my chest up and, and feel 
confident and comfortable and safe and not so vulnerable. That's exactly how I would describe the first time I met you. (laughs) So from this place of light and truth, what is it that you need? Not what do you need to do? What do you need? Uh, I think I need attention and presence. Yeah, I know I do. Yeah, you do. (laughs) So, where can you get it? Wow. Um, (laughs) Well, I can... um, I can get attention and presence from <laughs> from those that I love um, by just by just asking <laughs> by yep. making those just like desires that. known. Yeah, <laughs> um, by creating opportunity and space for that in in my life. <laughs> uh, Name three people that you think you might be able to get that from tonight. Yeah. Uh, my lovely wife. Um, and three of my beautiful kids that are here in my home tonight. Mm. Don't forget the <laughs> the guy that I'm talking to right now. Well, <laughs> I wasn't Sorry. talking about okay. him. But yes, I do love you too. <laughs> the guy. I was meeting the other guy. The other guy we were speaking to earlier, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. Absolutely. But I, I absolutely love spending time with you. It's been wonderful. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, How you feeling? This is this has been really helpful. Um, I really, gosh, you know, I, I, I feel like so many times um, that I'm, I'm in such a better place and I'm in total, you know, um, re- in a place of, of redemptive wholeness and, and then to be able to address, you know, these feelings and these thoughts with you tonight has been incredibly helpful to just push me forward again and give me that additional momentum that I've, I've needed, you know, to recognize what's going on with me. So thank you. Well, thank you for walking through it with me. <laughs> it means a lot. Well, go love on your wife. Go yeah. let her love on you. Yeah. Thank you, my brother. <laughs> thank you. My brother from another mother. Absolutely. <laughs> I hope you have a beautiful night. Troy, thank you so much, man. I uh, really appreciate it. I uh, enjoyed spending time with you tonight. You're welcome. All right, man. If you would like to be a guest on the Finding Peace podcast, please go to findingpeaceconsulting.com forward slash podcast and scroll down about two thirds of the way 
to the Yes, I'm In button, where you will have an opportunity to fill out an application to be a guest on the podcast, walking through the Finding Peace worksheet. Thank you for listening. And remember, you are worthy of love and belonging. You've been listening to the Finding Peace podcast. If you love the show or want to ask a question, let us know by going to findingpeaceconsulting.com. There, you can also learn about the Finding Peace five-day challenge. Remember to subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss the next episode. And if you are listening on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating. It really does help other people find this podcast more easily. Thank you for spending part of your journey with us. And a special thanks to Johnny Porter for producing the show and A.G. Flux for the new background music. Copyright Finding Peace Consulting.